I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi there, Athena here. Don't flip our channel and keep it locked in with Kudazers. Kudazers. A po- podcast for and by Filipinx, Millennials, and Edgers. Hi, this is Iris. And this is Yudes. And we are with someone special right now. Very special. Our very first guest. And he'll the be The very joining. first guest to my heart. Sharat! <laughs> Sharat lang! Okay. Ang coffee! Ang coffee! Ang coffee! <laughs> He's our very first guest in our Kodazers show. Yes! We'll introduce Kuya Chris, or we'll let Kuya Chris introduce himself. This is Kodazers Threesome Special. Threesome! <laughs> 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 so it's Kodazers X. Queer yes. Chris, the yeah. Filipino Garage. Yes. yes. So I am Queer Chris. That's my stage name. Um, <laughs> I'm from California, Daly mm-hmm. City, Pinoy capital. Yeah. Uh, highest concentration of Filipinos outside yes. of the U.S. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of the Philippines yeah. or in the U.S. Like yeah. That. And I have my podcast. And y'all reached out to me mm-hmm. through yeah. the power of Twitter and yes. social media. Yes. Yes. And I listened to the Kudazers episodes. And I was surprised. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised by how bastos it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first episode I listened to was the Malake Basha or Masikip Bahog. I was like, okay, okay. It's a, it's a very important dilemma of ours. You know, alam, you know no, that's funny because the way Podcast Network Asia <laughs> kind of discovered us was yeah. was ano through a pastas episode then <laughs> you know it's just anal sex not the end of the world so Ron our our very very good CEO president CEO president said na parang they were listening and they were kind of like laughing because of the Ring of Fire so parang <laughs> oh my Ring God. of Fire so oh yeah my God. so yun yun palang entry point and it seemed fitting entry yeah. point na yun na yun na entry point na mga tao so every time bagago tayo ng bastos episode bagakano tayo ng bagong ano prospect yeah. o oh, ilain up na yan <laughs> So, okay. so Chris, I've only listened to one to your podcast, one of your podcast episodes so far. So basically, what do you, what is the Filipino Garage about? So the Filipino Garage started because I was having a lot of cool conversations with mm-hmm. a lot of my friends and there in Daly City in the Bay Area, yeah. and then I wanted to highlight them yeah. because sometimes we would be talking and the conversations were really dope. I was like, "What? I, I wish other people could hear this." Yeah, and yeah then, basically, this are. And that's our thing then. So, parang, oh my God, we're so funny. Like, <laughs> not to toot our own horn. But yeah. it's kind of like that. Parang, we keep having these types of conversation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then. It, uh, also, because I listen to a lot of podcasts mm. uh, Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, all mm. the NPR ones. And then I was like, "There's where's all the Filipinos? Like, I wanted more Filipinos like to listen to our stories, mm-hmm. like what's going on. Because majority, it's not bad, but the majority of them are white 
podcasters, yeah. like the ones that are top on the charts, at least in the U.S. Yeah. And so I know we have dope stories, and I wanted to highlight them. Mm-hmm. And so I just started like um, bringing folks on. I actually had one though, like 2013, mm-hmm. uh, just by myself though, and it's like some weird old episodes of just me talking uh, mm-hmm. into the mic and all that because I liked it way before. But the whole Filipino garage just evolved. Oh, actually, it became professional because I had a I broke up in 2017 uh, with my ex, and after I was like, "Ooh, I have so much time. Let me be productive." <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when these professional, like higher quality episodes started coming out with yeah. like full on interview and guests mm-hmm. and yeah. everyone. Like I get a lot of good out of just talking to people, hearing their stories. So basically, yeah. the framework of it. So. Your topics range. Whatever the folks want to talk about. So basically, it's anything that's that's related to the Filipino Phil uh, uh, M experience. Yeah. Well, majority is Phil M, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. but a lot of creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so we usually start with uh, a performance, whether it's a poet mm-hmm. or a singer, a rapper, we'll mm-hmm. uh, do whatever piece they have to share, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Or also, we've had uh, community organizers, yeah, so yeah. Po- folks who are activists, so they'll talk about their story. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of um, both... American-born Filipinos, also Philippine-born Filipinos, those who have immigrated, talking a lot about like what it is like to assimilate in the U.S. What's the mm. struggle? What's the difference between the American-born and the Philippine-born? How do we mm. kind of bridge that gap? Because even before, there was a lot of tension, especially mm. like in the 90s, early 2000s, a lot of tension between the American-born, Philippine-born ones. Even in Daly City, there were a lot of gangs that were just like battle each other just because of where they were born even if they were both filipino Mm -hmm. so there's been a lot of talks about how to bridge that gap Mm -hmm. and that that's like one of my goals is to just highlight more people's stories Mm -hmm. because i've gotten a lot out of podcasts Mm -hmm. from listening to other people shout out joe rogan experience like all the guests Mm -hmm. that he's had on i learn a lot from so i feel like other people can learn a lot from the people that i talk to Mm -hmm. that's That's why actually i'm excited to talk to y'all about like things going on here in the mm-hmm. Philippines from the context of millennials living here. Yeah. Wait, yeah. can you all explain to me what does edgers mean? They're the Gen Z people. You know, like Gen Y are called millennials. Mm. Gen Z people, they are I born can't... from 1996 onwards. Mm. They're called edgers. Oh, I had another idea the idea Is of edging. From, from porn? The, yeah, the idea of like when you're having sex or you're, yeah, you're, you're masturbating, you're prolonging it by like pulling back right yeah, when yeah. you're about to like. Yeah. Right that. And, then, and then that's called edging. Right? So when I was like looking at Kodazers, I was like, edgers? Y'all are nasty. <laughs> Well, that's the well, that's stamina. <laughs> that's debatable. Yeah, but I, I, I actually didn't know about edging huh. until someone pointed out to me that you know there's like a double entendre with that that edger thing. It's like how so? It's like it's it's a thing in porn or in just in sex, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. And then when I learned about it, like you know, there, there's a lot more reason then to just keep edgers. <laughs> yeah. Kaya tinakaw na ako na Okay. Yeah. But but everyone seems in agreement with it, kaya kasi so parang 
Okay, let's stick with Ed. Parang in my head, let's stick with Edgers. Google ko na lang mamayas. Yeah. Because <laughs> when, when, when we first started this, parang we, we, we kind of made it, re- we kind of treated it very professionally. We even have a PowerPoint presentation even just between uh, us. Parang in a... In We're a, trying to formalize this um, idea. Yeah. Because this came up very casually. Yeah. The, the podcast idea. Uh, it started actually, this, the germ of the idea was inspired by the Bayawak. Yeah, yeah, by the Bayawak thing. By the, this... It just so happened that youths Natalie and I mm-hmm. were talking one night about like our dating experiences. Our I think more Natalie and you. Humabol ako that night. Yeah, eh. yeah. And we talked about Natalie and I talked about a lot of our experience with Afams. Okay, so for context, for people who might yeah. not understand, like Phil Ams and stuff. Oh, yeah, so sure. Bayawak mean is a monitor lizard. Yeah, right? yeah it's a monitor lizard. But you, you all have a different definition that yeah. you all have defined. Could you yeah. explain? So we kind of use the framework of the Bayawak. So, you know. The, the monitor ba- lizard. The, the monitor lizard. Because, you know, the way, you know, Western eyes have evaluated East Asian beauty or mm. anything that is not Western, they've always perceived this as exotic. Like, yeah. So, parang we took it to, it, to its extremes. Parang yeah. the actual inspiration is actually from this trans aunt. Mm-hmm. I don't know, kasi the gender he she uses, he or she uses. Mm-hmm. Parang sabi niya, ah, ano, my beauty is ex. Parang in Tagalog sabi niya, mas nakakatawa siya in Tagalog. Yeah. It sounded it sounded prissy and ano lang mayabang lang in English. Parang sabi niya. Parang, ay, nako itong ganda ko. Ano yan? Pinipilahan yan. Exotic yan. Kahanay ko ang mga pagong at saka... <laughs> pagong. <laughs> ang mga pagong at saka mga... Bay- uh, uh, hindi naman bayawak. Mga butiki, mga ganon. Parang yeah. it started there. And then parang sabi ko, parang, oh, ano? Parang that's... And then we kind of adopted it from there. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of just joked about na And that was at around the same time. That was the time when... Uh, Iris and Natalie were also discovering their own, uh, their own uh, bayawakness, bayawakness, bayawak uh-huh. charms. That's that, that, that's the year, a, a little over a year after you and that guy from ano uh, from the international org broke up, and yeah. then Natalie started dating the guy. And I said, "Ko, lakas na kamandag nito mga putang to." Sabi ko, sabi ko, sabi ko kasi palibasa iba yung ganda. Parang like, exotic, exotic kinesu. Tapos yeah. sabi ko. And then, bayawak. <laughs> yeah. And then parang the first time, kasi I think, well, to us now, it's regular. Regularly yeah. namin siya naririnig. But to a lot of people, and even to us then, when we first used the term bayawak, when we came up with, uh, no, when we decided to use it, it has a ring to it that we couldn't mm. stop. So it yeah. kind of just stuck from there. Then over the years, we've come to refer to any, ano, to any experience with AFAMs. The AFAMs are ano, uh, expats. Our foreigners. Foreigners that are... Generally foreigners uh, gen- in the Philippines. Yeah. Where does the term AFAM come from? How did that come? AFAM. Uh- it's a, a foreigner, a, a, a foreigner, foreigner around or assigned in Manila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. A foreigner, a foreigner assigned, assigned in, Manila. in Manila. Assigned in Manila. Oh, a fam. Yeah, a fam. Yeah. But oh. now that term evolved to just like describing any foreigner. Any in the foreigner. Yeah. Mm. Like when you see a foreigner, probably when you're in Boracay, Boracay is filled with the fams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. Okay. So Angela City. <laughs> Angela City. That's, That's a very specific kind Type of, of a fam. fam. <laughs> <laughs> we call them sex <laughs> Sex <laughs> yes. yeah. So yeah, that's how we got into the Bayawak thing, developed the Bayawak. Yeah. And then that started the Kodazers. Like it talks yeah. about that. Parang we should, parang let's let's make a no, let's make a podcast out of it. It was Natalie who suggested it. But yeah. then parang they kinda realized that but then ma 
bubuksan tayo ng topics. topics yeah. Para unless may kakantutin time bago ang affair. Kantutin time mo? <laughs> Sa gitna ng podcast? Why <laughs> not? Why not? Unless may kakantutin kayong bagong affair. Step by step. Instructions yeah. after yeah. the anal episode, you have the video directions. <laughs> yeah, di ba sa parang yun yung napag-usapan namin, parang unless may kakantutin kayong bagong affair every week. Yeah. Okay, maubusan tayo ng yeah. topic. That's that's doable, but that's very taxing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we discovered we can talk about a lot of different topics that relate to the millennial and Gen Z experience Actually, papasok dito yan eh, theater background namin. Because, yes. you know, theater groups here in the Philippines, I think theater people in general, we have this strange affliction whenever it's time to go home. Yes, this is a, it's, a, it's part of Filipino theater culture. Mm. It's time to go home, like the company call is already done. There's a tendency to just linger. Yeah. Just talk. Like, 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 for, like for example, 10, 10 p.m. na tapos yung meeting, parang... Yeah. Yung isa, chances are yung isa lang dyan mag-iyosi o oh, bibili yeah, lang, lang ako. Uh, at or bibili ng coke or bibili ng inumin. <laughs> tapos parang, sa din magugulat ka, sumunod lahat ng tao. Next thing you know, it's already one. Yeah, one we're still talking. Tapos parang puta, parang uwi na tayo. Tapos pag pauwi na dapat. Someone will bring up a topic. And then, it's already 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So parang, puta pare, sabi ko. Tapos parang pag-usapan na, puta pare, ang, yung mga pinag-uusapan natin, pwede na, ano na lang, kung, kung ginawa natin podcast, no, baka sakaling kumita pa tayo. Well, it's not really about money, but then it was it's a nice incentive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we when we you know, when we did when the idea started to get very I guess appealing to us and then we started we started doing our own research on the podcast scene here in the Philippines. I guess what we kind of missed or parang what was uh, missing to us was that very gritty uh, millennial experience. That voice, that Filipino millennial voice and Gen Z voice that talks about things that can range from, you know, mundane to taboo. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and in a very, I don't know, like a commuter voice. The yeah. everyday Filipino na hindi takot magmura. Because mag- uh, it's not that, you know, it's not that we're anti, you know, anti-establishment. It's not, it's not that. I mean, go outside. Ito yung, and we're not saying, in, in not in a very absolutist sense, but in a way, ganito yung maririnig mo eh. Mm-mm. There, that no holds barred, occasionally politically incorrect, yeah. often politically incorrect yeah. stances. Because you were saying, Kanina, that a lot of the other podcasts in general is a is a is a little class uh, kind of. To, it's a little bit up there, up, up there in terms yeah. of class and conyo kind yeah. of delivery, uh, and yeah. the other like podcasts are available. I mean, we're very conyo din naman sometimes <laughs> the way we ministrate things, but yeah. you know, we're yung I guess we can go there if yeah. ne- if need be. But that was particularly about inclusion. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, it's really uh, uh, about uh, uh. inclusion that we want na people who like us who listen to podcasts also. It, if let's say this. 23-year-old yuppie girl in MRT is trying mm. to look for a podcast and she wants to listen to us and she listens and she relates so that's what we, mm. we kind of wish for yeah but more than yeah. social more than social issues more than just the sex parang we paabot pa lang kami dun sa part na yun ng topics matrix natin eh yeah 
I, I guess part of it is nostalgia then mm. yeah. because pa, we talk about these things and at the same time we're not afraid to I guess go there and sound stupid for it yeah you know there's a certain beauty in recalling even though no matter how mundane they are in those types of conversation of ours parang dun ko na in retrospect dun ko na appreciate bigla in childhood ko na I did not have that bad of a childhood pala na I was able to ex- Uh, experience this plethora of experience that yeah, I share yeah. with you guys. <laughs> so, yung mga ganun. And we're not afraid to go there. And I think it appeals to some people because para sa sabi nila, parang, tangina, iniisip ko lang ito, tapos tangina, pinapodcast na nila ngayon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang tangina, pwede pala, sana ako nagpodcast din. Uh. Our first four episodes is actually parang um, an experiment Just yeah. to see like how people will receive it. Yeah, yeah. And then when we ask friends and also colleagues to listen to it, they they started like giving topics. Nah, okay, that was a really good topic. But I think you can also because that's the trend of your um format. You can talk about like more gnarly things like this, and we actually get topic suggestions from people, from young people, who are genuinely curious about things that they do not know about. Like, uh, there was this one girl who approached me and said, can you talk about first-time sex? Uh, and I said, and what's, about, what's special about first-time sex? Everyone has it. And it's like, no, especially that problem when you can't put the dick inside. Like, you're having a difficulty to penetrate. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that! Like, the specific awkwardness the of, like... The nitty-gritty of it. And then, then that's when we realized that, yeah, we indeed are the Reddit of Filipino podcast. Yeah. Do you think, uh, because of the highly religious, Catholicized, Christianized uh, state of our country, mm-hmm. do you think it's still a certain amount of repression? Or do you Definitely. think it's changing? Do yeah. you think? Well, I mean, things are changing, but it kind of goes into this paradoxical loop. People want things to change, but when the change is imminent, Suddenly, they kind of get blue balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, about it, yeah. You know, it's kind of like sleazy businessmen what, uh, wanting to hire porn stars, but then the moment they, the moment the porn stars reject them, yeah, they get angry and call them sluts and whores. Mm. Yeah. So we're stuck in that loop. I want this, but then logic or parang my viewpoints or my worldview dictates otherwise. Yeah. We also wanted our kapitbahays, that's what we call our listeners, our kapitbahays to know that there's no shame having moments. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. before Kudazers and during my younger years as a teenager na who really loved radio when podcast wasn't even a popular thing back then, na, yes, I loved radio, pero I never heard someone talk about my experiences. Parang it was very aspirational. Like, listening, yeah, 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 listening yeah, yeah. to DJs like, talk like really fluently or you know like I don't know you, you hear people who are entertaining but they have their shit together unlike you parang with Kodazers you wanted to tell people that we haven't figured shit out like you know we, we, we are in this together like you're struggling we're struggling it just so happened we're behind the mic yeah. <laughs> it just so happened uh, parang the, the, the little time we had <laughs> The little time we have left, we could that we could have spent on self improvement. Masabi ko para ay ako mag-improve, mag-podcast alam tayo. 
So even the format, I mean, it's it's gritty. Eh? Yeah, uh, no, yeah. I do appreciate it, at least from what I've seen uh, and what I listened to your explanation of it and what yeah. I listened to. There's a sort of uh, distillation of the um, information or topics you get from academe yeah. or from education and trying to like disperse it in yeah. a more relatable way, yeah. right? In mm. topics that are not so high social mm. yeah. or like trying to be like a facade of high class yeah. things like that yeah right? because honestly that's the thing that hits me every time i come back to the philippines is the kind of highly stratified social classes mm. like there's I, i would argue that there's like an informal caste system yeah. based yeah. on certain there like is. social uh, characteristics yeah. how well you speak english yes. whether you're dressed in something nicer or a sando or mm. chinelas right mm. if you're ta- if you're even taking public transport versus Actually, if a you're, grab, ano nga eh, if, like you're that, right? if you're mapotinga yep, ano yep. Yeah. you get a pass on sando on the sando chinelas thing yeah. yep yep diba? so you know there was a very interesting ano, <laughs> parang i forgot lang who wrote it parang bakit why filipinos have come to resent english or has a have a suspicion towards english because english is the ano is the language of the oppressor mm. not mm. necessarily well, you the, think people resent it Resent English? Suspicious, suspicious of it. Yeah, suspicious of it. In, yeah. in the sense that, in, not, I'm not talking about Americans, but English, the language. Yeah. It's it's an English speaker that told them that you cannot enter this job because you only went to the school. It's mm-hmm. the Eng, it's an English speaker. It's an English speaker that told them that they are stupid. Mm-hmm. It can come in the form of, an, of, of a very bad employer or a very bad teacher. Yeah. But you know what I'm seeing now, though? There's more people even in Manila that are just teaching their kids English. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I don't like. Like, I even yeah. my my brother, like, is teaching his, like, my nephews, like, speak more English than they speak Tagalog. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Bro, teach them Tagalog. Like, But you know, right now, the, ano, eh, even, that's, you know, that's the very interesting part, eh, the competition, yung, the, yung inculcation or the sense of competition already starts at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they are, you're not teaching, to me, uh, the, what I'm trying, what I'm getting is, you're not teaching your kids English be- because you want them to be very well, well, very. Uh, alam na lingua. You're teaching them English to to for them to be able to compete. Mm. Yeah. In the fast evolving world, yeah. that you know that privileges English, and you know you can't necessarily blame them. But I think that's what's wrong eh, about some people mm. who prioritize English uh-uh. sa pagtuturo sa mga anak nila. Mm-mm. It's because they're placing already privilege in that language. Yeah, exactly. Na, and it's a language. Tagalog is a language, English is a language. Why would you put special privilege on English? And then the kid grows up thinking that I am more important than this other kid because I know... I, I know how to speak, speak English better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think yun yung deeper problem when yeah, it comes yeah. to using English eh, in bringing up a child or just in schools even. You know, even at Tagalog. Eh. I mean, even Tagalog, so many of the kids right now, the younger kids right now, are no longer. And I'm not that good at Tagalog. I think it's just that Tagalog is now just used as a very informal yeah, yeah. way of um, communication. Mm. It's not deemed as 
something as important as English mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to the matter of parang what is your medium of discourse mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. or education. Unless it's not English, it's mm-hmm. not an, it's not yeah. considered enough. My friends who teach uh, jiu-jitsu in Bacolod, mm-hmm. they were uh, talking about how a lot of the kids who do come from the richer families, since it does cost money to send your kids to jiu-jitsu class, right? Yeah. A lot of them don't even understand Ilongo. Like local, yeah, even yeah, if they're the local, born yeah. and raised there, they're yeah. just like looking around like, what? Mm-hmm. And waiting until the English instruction of the moves and things like that come out and then they'll understand. Because yeah. you can easily raise a kid in private schools and in certain spaces where it's just all English, yeah. right? Yeah. And I understand the argument for international competition, yeah. right? But the loss of local language is so sad. Yeah. And it's, I think there should be a shift in acknowledging, yeah, there's a benefit in being multilingual, yeah. right? But not lose the importance. Yeah. But, right? but, but with the K-12 system, I mean, the failed experiment. The failed experiment, <laughs> which is not experiment anymore. It's already yeah. institutionalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I think they're not abolishing it. <laughs> no, they're not getting they're not. rid of K-12. Especially with the uh, expansion of all the private senior high schools already that are making um, a lot of money from... I might have heard wrong. Yeah. So anyway, parang they're starting you ane, what do you call this? Uh, yung mother language course. Yeah. And so I don't know kung ginagawa nila sa Zambales kasi like wala konti na lang marunong magzambal doon. Mm-hmm. Wala na nang wala na nagzazambal actually. Counting county county na lang. Pero ang weird kasi ko naman parang wala naman ako nakitang pag-spike doon sa interest ng mga bata doon na mag-Ilocano. Kasi it's cultural eh. Mm-hmm. You have to have the desire to wanting to learn a language should come from upbringing, from nurture. Eh. Yeah, yeah. And the same time, I, I forgot who said it, na the one way you kill a nation or a culture is to kill the language. Mm-hmm. And I, I probably some people would be mad hearing this, na parang, no, I'm not less of this just because I don't know how to speak this. Yeah. But then you, you cannot ignore the fact that not knowing a language deprives you of understanding the culture deeper. Identifying as something is just is one thing, but you you have to live the experience. But I can claim that I know. I can claim that I want. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to be, be very politically incorrect. I could, for for example, punta ka America and then I claim I want to be black. I want to be black. Yeah. But then you could not live the experience nila. Yeah. Alam mo yun? So it's very hard. Or at the same time, I don't speak their. I don't speak the way they do. Yeah. In the, in the in the sense that I'm not saying it's different, pero alam mo yun, yung the way they go about it, yeah. it means it's little to me. So how can I identify myself fully? Yeah. But yeah. I, I can commiserate, I can empathize, I can sympathize, but I cannot fully claim that you know I am I'm full identification of it. What what um kind of makes it clear to me about why it's somewhat of an issue is because. In the U.S., there's a lot of Philams born there, raised there, mm-hmm. or even those who move when they were younger who've lost their language yeah. and are so sad about it. That yeah. they're, but it comes also from the effect of assimilation where yes. mm-hmm. a lot of their own parents didn't want to teach their kids yeah. uh, Tagalog, Filipino, Ilocano because they're like, it's going to affect your accent, accent yeah. right? And then you'll get bullied. I even have friends who've said that their own elementary school teachers told their parents 
parents, hey, just talk to them in English because it's affecting their ability to like hang out with other kids like that. So mm-hmm. there's like reinforcement of loss of language, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I come here and then I see locals uh, more so in Manila that Manila, are like yeah. just English focused, right? Yeah. Don't even, that's why it affected me hello when my own nephew is like, oh, I don't know what that means in Tagalog, yeah. right? Even yeah, yeah, yeah. in my Baloktot Tagalog, right? I know more, right? Even if he's raised here, mm-hmm. right? And that kind of comparison is crazy because you have Phil Ams who are so sad and they're trying to learn in college, trying to get it back, yeah. right? Just so sad that they don't understand um, mm-hmm. their home, their native tongue. Mm-hmm. Right, and so that's why I'm. Whenever I'm here, I'm like, "Fuck! I gotta work on my Tagalog. I gotta use it more, and yeah. also make sure I actually tell my little nephew what are the two languages you need to know: English and Filipino." Yeah. Yeah. Like so he like I'm trying to ingrain it in yeah, his yeah. mind. Now, yeah. Right, that's why I do appreciate like uh, even if it is Taglish, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it has English, it's still incorporating mm-hmm. right yeah. English and not prioritizing yeah. one uh-huh. over the other. Yeah, right? that's part of the struggle of trying to negotiate identities mm. because he, here you have Phil M kids or Phil M millennials. I genuinely felt sad when he said that. Like, I, I, I felt my tears welling up because uh-huh. I can imagine, I'm trying to, very visual, I'm trying to imagine these fellow Filipino young people in the States probably are taking up classes to learn their language again. And it's, I'm imagining people who are trying to reclaim something which should have been inherently theirs. Mm-hmm. Na parang you're attending classes to claim something that should have been yours from the mm-hmm. beginning. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. But then they have to let it go in order to survive. Yeah, yeah. So Uh-oh. part yun ng... But then is it? I don't think it's necessary to let go to survive, but it was the result of trying to minimize attention should being caught yeah. on, yeah. on you. Uh-oh. Minimize discrimination, right? Uh-oh. It's a survival mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily the most effective effective right yeah. that's why i can't blame them mm. right yeah, i'm yeah. not trying to make them feel bad like you don't know your language Putangina, you're not filipino <laughs> yeah. right but it's like shit you don't know oh yeah maybe because it's discrimination you grow grew up in an area with not a lot of filipinos your parents didn't want you to uh-huh. get bullied mm-hmm. but okay now try 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 yeah. to learn right yeah. try to use it surround yourself with yeah, people para ano, right? you have to para maintindihan mo yung tunay ng laman nung, ng kultura yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. iba talaga when it's Tagalog though I yeah. always say yung pagmamahal is different in Tagalog yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah the the courtship ligawan is yeah. different yeah. when you're in Tagalog there's something there's there's a different feel to things yeah. in another language Mm-mm. right yeah, that's why I think it's tied I agree kasi yeah. when you say love it's it's more act action eh. Uh-oh. But uh, when you say mahal, may value, ano na eh. It's value-laden eh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Not only do you love the person, but parang in, in a way, it's, in ano eh, you put it in a very monetary ba? Oo. Oo, kasi mahal is oh, expensive. Mahal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It can be translated as expensive <laughs> so meron siyang ganong resonance. Oo, meron. So, alam mo yun, it's, it's fun to be able to, ano, to understand. Pero ayun nga, Kuya Chris mentioned na a lot of that adjustment or assimilation that happened in their in their communities is because of the decision that was made by the parents who yeah, yeah. these mm-hmm. um, film millennials and I think yun yung negotiation that we're trying to to parang reconstruct na we eh. mm-hmm. parang like kunare sa kami mga bayawak sisters. Bayawak no, sisters. sisters, like more or less, there's a possibility. Hi guys, end up speaking w- of Bayawak, 
Oh. You should know that Kuya Chris is a bayawa. Yeah, he's a male. He's a, he's a male. Oh, he's a male bayawa. I've been officially recognized like, as a male bayawa. When, when we saw him, when we saw him, even just a picture, eh, parang babayawakin to si Kuya uh, Chris. Uh, uh, Plus, and when he, we saw him arriving a while ago, oh, bayawa ka si Kuya Chris. Uh, <laughs> tapos sabi niya, oh, isa pa sa mga kwento niya sa amin sa sarili, oh, nagganganga nga ako eh. <laughs> Kinabayawak mo yun eh. Kinabayawak mo yung ganga eh. <laughs> so I'm officially recognized. Yeah, okay. you're, you're, okay. you're, you're, you're a male bayawak. <laughs> you're a male bayawak. I still need to understand what what that means. Yeah. Then we'll see, we'll see. You'll have to explain yeah. like, I, what makes now, me a bayawak. Ano siya, Kuya Chris? When you know that you're a bayawak, it's it's episte- it's an epistemic rupture. What is known can no longer be unknown. unknown. Yeah. <laughs> it's already open. Natap na yung ano na, shit, bayawak ako. And then you suddenly recognize all the things that, hey, meron pala akong kaliskis. Puta, may hasang pala ako dito. May hasang pala ako. Oo, it's very bayawak. Ayun nga, na, We have this ano eh, we have the we had this talk among us friends na who are bayawak mm. na. Okay, more or less, there's a possibility we may end up marrying someone who's not Filipino. Mm. And we promised each, each other this. We will not raise kids who do not know how to speak Filipino. Because mm. if why is it possible? Because when I lived in Cebu, I I studied there for a bit and Two I years. was uh, uh, yeah, a year or more. Um I was surrounded by halfies, by Filipino. Nafluent magsebuano. No, may iba na hindi. Na they're only fluent in English and the language of their father or their foreign parent. Na parang meron kong friend na he's fluent in Dutch and English, nothing else. Mm. And then when I asked him like, why can't he speak Cebuano? Not even Tagalog, just Cebuano. Oh, because I was never taught it. Even my mom assimilated to Dutch. Like in the household, my mom would my mom would only speak in Bisaya or Cebuano to our help, mm. but not to my dad. And and I think in yung parang I think the decision should be changed mm. in parang uh, the parents mga magiging parents then. Na yes, there is undeniably an advantage placed, unfair advantage placed by society on English. English. But then you have to understand that the transmission of culture is your responsibility mm. then, yeah, as yeah. a parent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you're the first teacher, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. The, the tra- transfer of culture is important in raising a child, not just equipping them with tools na makakapag-compete sila. Mm. But who are they as individuals? Mm-hmm. Na yun yung kailangan mo ring in-nurture sa bata, I think. And ako thankful ako na, even though my mom, actually my mom, uh, my mom, really taught me English from a very... Actually, she told me that that was my first language. But then, same, she quickly same. recognized that, no, my 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 daughter cannot go to school like this na hindi niya alam yung lingwahe ng people. Hmm. So, she had to like make sure that I knew both languages. Tunay, You even... What's um, very resonant with me though is even if I visit uh, province areas, rural er- communities, even the uh, Lumad students who are Bakwit at UP, some of them know like four languages. Yeah. They know their local Manobo, yeah. they know uh, Bisaya, Tagalog, and English. Yeah. Like so shit, it's possible. It's possible. Like yeah. what the fuck? How come the more privileged ones with higher class in Manila yeah. don't know because, shit? Because they're right? lesser place to negotiate with. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. They there there's no necessity mm-hmm. for them to communicate because yeah. they're already in the positions of power yeah, yeah. where they can easily yes. flow and everybody is in service to their English speaking tendencies. Alam mo yeah. kung i-raise lang natin yung bar of discourse para konte para college class nato. We need some bastusan. Okay, mga kapitbahay, okay, mga kalala, aabot tayo diyan. Aabot tayo diyan. Hindi walang Kodazers episodes ang nag-e-end nang walang nagpuputahan. <laughs> Oo, kailangan natin magputahan. Um, Nina, na-open na natin eh, bago pa tayo mag-record eh. Uh. Yung, ano pag-uusapan natin? Things that are like rim jobs. Things that are like rim jobs. Why did why did that start kanina? Diba? You had a... Uh, ah, yeah, because we were talking about weird food. Ano, food, food, like eating, eating snakes. Oh, yeah. Eating snakes. <laughs> Kasi guys, aaminin uh, ko, nakakain ako ng bayawak. <laughs> not the person, ha? As oh, in... No! <laughs> <laughs> not the... Not, bayawak, not the ano. Not the, not the person, but the bayawak. Sa ano? Sa galing bundok. Uh-oh. Kasi lit- literally nakatira ako sa paanan ng ano ng Zambales, bundok sa Zambales. Bundok sa Zambales. Uh-oh. So every now and then yung mga yung mga yung mga kaibigan ni Dad who usually trek doon. Kasi ano eh nagana sila eh tawag dito Buras. Alam mo yung naghalo yung Ilocano English. Ah ah at Bicol ko ngayon sa utak ko. <laughs> Buras yung nagse-spray. They're mango farmers. So uh-huh. Every, na, dati nagbaba sila then nag-serve sila ng ano ng bayawak bayawak ah. tapos parang sabi ko tapos parang and then nakwent, umabot dun sa point na nakwenta ko na rin na nakakain na rin ako na ahas tapos parang sabi what does it taste like sabi ko it's like frogs it's like frog tapos parang I don't know how, how frog tastes like tapos parang that's me hindi ako then it came to the point na parang so what were you thinking nung kakainin mo siya sabi ko tapos parang I cannot explain it so parang sabi ko na lang it's kind of like eating snake for the first time it's kind of like doing rim job for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> parang Darwinism, ikaw nagbigay na nito, parang Darwinism tells me that I shouldn't do this. <laughs> stay away from ass. Uh, stay away from ass. <laughs> <laughs> but don't eat snakes. They're poisonous. But then, parang, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Mm, mm. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Food. <laughs> parang, it's not, it's not, hindi naman yung una ko reaction pa, mm. Not bad. Are you talking about the snake or the ass? Both. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh more of God. like, okay, puta pare, andito na tayo. <laughs> puta pare. Like, let's, let's get this over with. Uh-huh. So, parang, hmm. Okay. Kumbaga, kung, kung, kung sa, sa puwet, just make sure it's clean. Sa, oh. sa snake, just make sure it's well cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, parang, parang ganun siya. So, but parang, otherwise, it's good. <laughs> so is it oh, okay lang hindi it's not your favorite pero you can eat it from time to time from time to time parang hindi naman ako yung parang when do you give rim jobs pag may special location pag may birthday pag mahal ko na tayo na naalala ko tuloy yung pamantayan natin paano mo hindi parang and yon, we talked about it before, like spit or swallow. Uh, spit girl, spit girl, ganyan kami. Tapos parang ko, swallow pag birthday. Ito ba, ito ba pag ano? May may, may nagtanong na niya, ano, anong lasa? Parang ganyan. Sabi ko, hindi ka ba, 
cry. Basta, lasa tamod. Lasa tamod. Lasa tamod. Basta tumatami siya pag mahal mo na. Naiiba pala yung lasa. Pag in love ka na. At saka pineapple juice. May ano ba yun? May bearing ang pineapple juice. As a nurse at Iris. May effect. As a positivist. Ha ha ha. It's a positive. <laughs> and then, oh, there's also. There's also. What's that? Like, there are things. Fake science. Lang yung, 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 fake science. I'm just saying amino acids. Hindi, hindi yung, yung sugar, ng, yung natural sugar ng pineapple. Natural sugar, not ng, processed sugar. Not processed sugar. Mm. Natural sugar ng pineapple. It also, parang, it affects the taste. So, does it uh, also affect pussy juice? Yeah, that's why I, I glug pineapple juice pag may booking ako. Pag, oh, girl, let me hook up. Parang, glug-glug-glug, ang daming Del Monte sa crepe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that pussy juice High blood sugar. Oh, Affects. Oh. So, that's why you should hook up with yung may diabetes. High blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Alam mo, ganda yung lasa nila. So, unahan mo yung langgam. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there are things that makes it um, taste better. better. Kunwari, you want to be swallowed, mm. drink more water. Drink more water. Because it really gets funky. Kapag- drink more water, baby! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go, <laughs> Let's go, Pia Chris. Kudazars! Uh, yeah. <laughs> really, drink more water. Drink more water. Because... Ako, like, when I, with a guy, I, even with just the smell, you're, you're dehydrated. Alam kong dehydrated ang guy kapag just the smell of this punk. Oh, this is the smell of the tamod. Uh, oh, this is uh, the smell of the tamod. I know. That it's, yung mga sinasabi na, ay, nako, ayoko na ano, amoy tamod kasi amoy Zonrox. Girl, pacheck mo na yung jowa mo. <laughs> you know, that's weird kasi I'm na, I mean, naman ako ng, tangin na, nakalunok na nga ng tamod, di pa nakaamoy. <laughs> had that smell ng Amazon Rocks. I have experienced it. Sabi ko, yun, yun yung sinasabi ng Amazon Rocks. Yeah. Uh. You know who always, um, who always um, complains about their tamod like smelling like Zon Rocks or thinking it's normal that their tamod smells like Zon Rocks? Sino? Teenage boys. Because their food is so unhealthy. Uh. But I never... Yeah. Wait, teenage boys complain that theirs? No, no, no. no they they uh, don't complain. That they just describe it as such. Uh. Parang, ah, kasi Why are they smelling it, it themselves? Because <laughs> teenage boys are <laughs> nasty. <laughs> <laughs> You've been there. <laughs> I know, but I don't smell it. <laughs> Didn't you ever had that moment that parang during your fir- the first time that I ejaculate ka parang parang what's this what's this shit <laughs> smells like smells like zonos parang sa parang something happened parang <laughs> and then I just left it at that. Actually, fun fact, and I think Ali Wong also said mm, this in, in her comedy special. You know when you scratch your crotch, mm. there's this inexplicable. This, urge mm. to sniff your fingers. <laughs> so scratch uh, and sniff. <laughs> scratch and sniff. Not anything you scratch on your body, you sn- you parang pinipigilan mo yung human condition is totally wrong. Mo amuyin girl, not in public. Yung mga ganun. Pero gusto mo siyang amuyin. It's because it's an instinct to check if you have um an illness. Uh-oh. Kung merong uh, noxious ba sa secretions mo. Uh, so ano siya? It's 
evolutionary. Yes, it's evolutionary. Nung mas, ano, siguro, nung mas evolved pa yung olfactory glands natin. Mm. Nade-detect mo kung Tama ba yung mga scientific yes, term factory? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. So, yun. Doon mo siya na-check-check. Kaya nga, di ba, pag when you're, you have, like, um vaginal or genital Dis- discharge. Uh, discharge or, ano, tinatanong ng doctor kapag nagpapacheck up, have you noticed anything smelling fishy? Yeasty. Yung mga ganun. Kasi nga, chinecheck yung amoy na ganun. But then, speaking of smells. <laughs> diba, um, tanong nurse. Yes. So, diba naiiba yung amoy right before a woman is about to have their period? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, uh-oh, okay. Uh-oh. I knew it. Because... So, you're one of those guys. <laughs> what? What, what, what? What, what, what guys? What? <laughs> no, that was just... <laughs> just this one time okay. where I was like huh, it didn't smell bad but it was an, it smelled it was, different it smelled different <laughs> that I that I recognized <laughs> but it was with a different ready. woman right yeah, yeah. so but I was like oh I smelled this with that other woman that I know like was about to go on her period so I was like oh is this the smell of the pre-period smell yeah, 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 I was yeah. like oh okay what does that smell like but it's not bad but it's unique <laughs> it's like a specific one <laughs> yeah. look at Pussy <laughs> <laughs> Let me swish it up. <laughs> and a <I'll> spit. <laughs> a factory inhale. You have to inhale. <laughs> you know, I had a I had a friend, guy friend one who once described na parang <laughs> it was so random. <laughs> parang I, I don't know I don't know what what kung may I don't know kung pinagdadaanan yun that day. Parang we were we were in front of this cafe we always frequent. Yeah. Niya, you know what to, what pussy tastes like. Sabi niya, you know, sabi niya, you know what pussy tastes like. Oishi man. Oishi? Sabi niya, oishi man. Oishi? The the shrimp, the shrimp crackers. Yeah. Sabi ko, what? I you, I need to talk to his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong. Oishi. Yeah. Sabi niya, oishi man. It's parang yeah. There's something wrong. Yeah. I mean, there's something I, amiss. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how did our conversation go there, but yeah. but but sure, yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, different different pussies, different tastes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I found out too. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> exactly, you wouldn't know. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, different different tastes. But you guys, let me kuya Chris na ano na the smell before. Bago maregla. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ano siya? Hindi naman malansa. Hindi. It's like there's a iron. Oh, maybe like iron. Peel. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Maybe smell. it's the blood. Yeah, it's the, the blood. preparation of the yeah, blood. Right? Yeah, you can smell it. Yeah, now. so it's like, because it, I've also smelled like, wow, ano ibayan ganon. And then, <laughs> and then, so I knew that that was bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're all so young and I was so like scared. That I didn't tell her, like, and so I just stopped. And then I was like, oh, what, what what's wrong? She said. And I was like, I, I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> like, I'm not ready. That time. Because I didn't really, I didn't want to tell her to make her feel bad. Yeah. I think I should have told her just for health yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember say, like being so surprised. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And then, but the one before the regla, it's not bad. It's not like. Parang may sakit. It's just In obvious. In your word, unique. 
unique. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a unique, I think, iron smell yeah, that's like yeah. prep preparing. Yeah. Right. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Now that is confirmed by the nurse, all right, all right. Yeah. by top twenty nurse. No. Heterosexual sex is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What makes it different? That wait. Do so question. Do some um uh like non heterosexual are there those who only do oral, or like or are there folks who just like do all like gay folks do penetration like that. Mm. <laughs> Are the, but or are there like some gay folks who just do like aura and no penetration? Right? Yeah, depending on your preference. Uh, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure one once or twice they've delved they've delved in that territory. They've all went to the land down under. Yeah. So, but some would prefer na ah, ayoko kasi I can't mababa pain threshold ko mm. maganon. But yeah. I'm pretty sure mo. I'm pretty sure, man. I think most. it's safe to say that most have tried yeah. to go there. You know, it's a whole different world. Like uh, down, to, down no, there. in terms of like from a heterosexual cisgender heterosexual dude, right? Talking to like cisgender. I mean, yeah, cisgendered homosexual dudes. Like, and some of my friends, right? There's like whole another world. I just learned about prep. It's called. Have you heard yeah. about prep? Like it's their like pill. It's like they have a pill they but take every for, day. That but that's for pause. Huh? No, no, that's ah, that prep prep yung sa ano yung prep na ngayon for gay guys who want to bear back. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. like to prevent to minimize yeah. or even yeah. even uh, got, I know some friends who don't bear back, but they're just doing it for safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yes. just yes. in general, like an everyday uh-huh. pill to prevent Prop HIV. Prop pala iniisip ko po tayo. Prophylaxis. <laughs> Wait, isn't that what's prophylaxis? Laxative? No, 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 no. prophylaxis is like for like antibiotics. Uh, yeah. okay. But no prep. I've heard of prep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, parang, me, parang you, Minimize yung ano. You, you drink it. Parang you drink it a certain few uh, number of hours before na, before uh-oh, ano. Uh-oh. I think 24 nga in some cases. Eh. Oo na, para ma-minimize yung risk ng transfer ng HIV. Yeah. So parang nagka-condom ka na, tapos nagpa-prep ka pa. So parang zero to nil. Parang zero, nil, near to zero percent siya. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask since we're on this topic, right? Mm. Philippine context, give me a little bit um, where where the Philippines stands for LGBTQ folks, mm. queer folks. Because for context, let me speak <clears throat> from me being raised here. I think I was raised very homophobic mm. and with the patriarchal tendencies that I've only uh, started, like, started to confront that homophobia just even like 2016 2017 mm. when I realized that I held on to like uh, critique mm. or uh, like deep rooted things of even me que- there were some times where I was like questioning if I was gay right mm. yeah. then I would be worried that you I was be. questioning right I was so worried that because of the homophobia ingrained, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Not even allowing me to think of the po- or even accepting the possibility. Oh, what if mm-hmm. I am right? Because yeah. it's so ingrained, the homophobia is there that anything is immediately no, no, ho, ho no, yeah, yeah. right? So where do we? So acknowledging that because. I was raised here until like I was 12, right? And I was raised um, in terms of the traditional titos. There's a lot of like the spacos, mm. massage parlors, yeah. right? Where it's very like uh, hypersexualizing yeah, yeah. Um, being cisgendered like that. 
Um, actually, ano eh, right now, I could honestly say that it's that the Philippines right now is we've come a w- long way, but still we're still in the trenches of ano of we're o- we're only still queer tolerant. Tolerant. Yeah. Right. Parang in yeah, theory. Parang I can accept queers in theory, but when I see it in action, that's another thing altogether. I mean, I can only speak for the queer experience, the male, the male homosexual experience. But you know, kung if we're going to talk about lesbian, may I could. There's a few, like for example, the only accepted uh, lesbian identity here, the butch. And mm-hmm. when they say when I say accepted, <coughs> parang yun lang yung pinaniniwalaan nilang tibo. So unless mm. maik hindi maikli yung buhok mo or you hindi ka tibo, hindi ka tibo ang ano pero kasi. Tibo in itself is also very culturally ane, culturally charged din siya. Um, pag yung mga babae na they consider themselves as lesbian pero effeminate pa rin yung gender expression nila. Sabihin, ah, face lang yan. Okay yeah, lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In-invalidate in, 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 in yung identity nila. Uh, or like, for example, yun, yung mga ganun kasi pinapakita nila na effeminate pa rin sila. They still wear skirts. Parang, that makes it a reason for for example for i know rape for straight yeah yeah diba? rape oh, for straight rape yeah. for straight like irape niyo ano lesbian parang nila kailangan lang niya ng lalaki kailangan, kailangan lang, lang niya ng kailangan lang niya ng titip Mm-mm. so ayan may mga ganung politics na involved when it comes to lesbian but here in manila <coughs> here in manila here in manila ano eh? ano parang increasingly um queers or parang very ano um kumbaga visibly queer people mm. are now parang they're more tolerated hindi nga ano eh, hindi maybe accepted fully but mm-hmm. more tolerated especially sa mga workplaces like yeah. before there is a clear discrimination against trans people and gay people when it comes to employment again this is not just for queers but this is also for everyone who's, mm-hmm. felt, who's felt like their stories have not been enough articulated. We do not have that one great big ambition, but you know, but if we could contribute, if we could use this p- platform as a way to contribute into helping people into getting their stories across, mm-hmm. yeah. or mm-hmm. in making them realize their story is just as, is, is just as special as any other people, then, you know, then I guess that we're, we're maybe doing a good job. Yeah. We, 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 we could sleep, we could sleep at night na masaya the same way I, I the same way your podcast is you know exposing or making impli- making bringing to fore this Filipinx stories this film um, experiences because you know fil- uh, even until now very ako kating alam ko with the film experience yeah, which is I think um, when I listen to Kuya Chris podcast I understand more what's happening with the film fil- um, mm. experience because I do not know. I honestly do not know anything that's going on. I feel like once they boarded that plane, yeah, yeah, um, um, and then transferring their life from here to there, na parang I do not know already what's going on with other Filipinos who are who do not share the same parang kumbaga motherland experience that I yeah. have. Mm. Or maybe I'm unfortunate enough that all everyone that I know have migrated. Yeah, you know, never had that. You know that itch to go back and actually relearn, mm. uh-uh, uh-uh. or some a lot of them have kind of adopted this holier than thou, or this my skin is lighter than yours. Yeah, <laughs> uh, attitude about things. And interestingly enough, when I was um um starting to market 
Kodazers and also start starting to make connections abroad um, for Kodazers. So I, I did this parang kumbaga spree of following people on Instagram. Like just using the hashtag Filipino, Filipinex, Pinoy, and all that. And I see a lot of Instagram accounts that are dedicated to the Filipino community or Filipino <laughs> artists in the States or in Canada. Na, because they're not in direct contact with that culture, with the places, with the materials, with the um, media, and yung history. Mm. They have this need to reach out for it, not in the same way that we reach out uh-huh. to it in the motherland. You know, my prof before kind of an she brought up she, you know parang nung pinoint out niya yon parang na medyo na mindfuck kami na parang it's so clear as they why did i not see it parang ganyan iniisip na may why is there no philippine study center mm. in the, mm-hmm. the same way na hindi meron naman uh-uh. in, pero why is there not a philippine study center the way there's american study center mm. uh-uh. bakit mm. la, la mm. bakit most of philippine study center nasa ibang bansa, bansa. nasa mm. mm-hmm. america or europe mm. Sabi niyo, why? Because, ganito, because exposed sa tayo. Yeah, but then, why? Pinoyin out niya, na parang kahit kami, nainis kami sa sarili na, and then at the same time, exasperate kami. Because the artifacts ay nasa kanila. Mm-hmm. Kailan mm-hmm. lang ba nabalik ang balangiga bell sa atin? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So, marang maraming, mar- parang yung prof ko sabi niya, there are some articles na parang, Parang, oh, kasi parang she was discussing with some of her colleagues na nag-aaral sa, ano, sa University of, ano, kung Columbia, for example. Yeah, I'm looking for, ano, kasi, parang kulang pa yung method, yung kulang pa yung, ano, ko, yung corpus ko ng gantong, ano. Available naman yun dito sa amin. Sabi ko, oh, puta, bakit sila meron ganun? Diba nag-gets about Kasi, because they got all our, ano, treasures. fuck. Oh my God! It's amazing the things that you kind of now open up. I think for uh, Phil Ams, uh, a lot of the ones who are raised there feel a need to rediscover or reconnect because even if you're born there and raised there, there's still a feeling of being the other. Mm. Like, because yeah. it's still mainstream, white. Like, that's the dominant narrative, unless you are in a, a very diverse place, right? Yeah. The educational system is still um, focused on the white experience, on American um, superiority, in a sense. And so you're raised, like, in a way, like, oh, I'm still different. Yeah. Like, I'm still American. I know I'm American, but then there, I'm still, I'm something else because I'm not the white American, right? Yeah. And then I was actually talking to, um, there was a lecture I attended of, a teacher here at UP who's like a dancer and she's talking about like Philippine dance but she teaches now ballet um, and then she used to be professional dance out here and then uh, but now she's more of teaching and then she taught um, this lecture on Philippine cultural dances and then talks about um, how like there's those na- I would na- say art high school so anyway. yeah I'm so- sorry prof I'm bad with names uh, pero she was saying like how it's crazy how you're go you have to like give scholarships for people to even want to study um cultural dance filipino cultural dance here at up right Mm -hmm. but there in the states a lot of the student orgs like want to learn are hungry to learn like filipino dances like Mm -hmm. the filipino clubs and things like that like we have uh uh, Filipino Cultural Night and it's like a whole production. Right? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. They they try to study that the sarang manok, whatever, and all the tinikling, and try yeah. to do like, try to reinvent it, try to get the most authentic things like that, because there's just a desire to reconnect and find something, yeah. right? Um, while here, it's maybe not the most prestigious thing to study, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, where people struggle to even like, all right, get people involved. Like there's a huge history of just uh, colonial impact. I think that's what we're still unpacking, right? And all and these you know issues. What I've noticed about huh. um, Phil Ams and Filipinos outside the Philippines in general. You have way more Filipino tattoos than us. <laughs> way <laughs> more. Like shout out. Like you have way better like Filipino tattoos than us here. Maybe it's because. It's still highly like stigmatized here, in the, especially in terms of religious impact, right? The, even my mama was like, "You don't if you mark your body, that's marking your soul and stuff like that." <laughs> the of like why it's, it says in the Bible not to mark your body yeah. like that. So yeah. and it's highly religious still here in the Philippines. Yeah. Ay nako gusto right? ko magpatato gusto magpabutas ng ilong pero gigilitan ako na magulang ko ngayon. Oh. See, see, see. That's why when I got my tattoo, I made it for family. For my mom, so she so can't like get a- mad. Yeah. Mama, look, Mariano My mom's name is Flora, so I got a flower. I said, "Mom, mom, look, it's look, you. it's you, it's you." <laughs> Tapos and, and my dad's name CDG on top, and they're yeah. next to each other, right? Uh-huh. And then pero they already separated, nevahiwalay mm. nasila, and my mom was like. Why? Why is my? Why is your dad on top of me? Huh? Why? Why? Because the letter is on top of the flower, and I'm not a flower. I'm a swan. It's like shit, putang and I have to get a swan now. <laughs> so I got a swan. See, see, mama, see the flower. Swan, so loob dito, dito, dito. Oh my god! So there's a swan. Yeah, so yung una was a flower dito before because her name is Flora. <laughs> so I had to get the swan, and then when I showed it to her, uh, you could she's like. Like, <laughs> I could see the smile inside you. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like the, the the mama already have the pamalo, but then she sees it's her. She's like, <laughs> That's the secret. Okay, una kong galen. Ay Rose for Lola, ganon, diba? It's for Lola. Don't you love your mama? Oh. Actually, the first um, thing that my dad said when he saw that I have a tattoo, and he actually saw it because when I got out of the shower, nakatapis lang ako, I just have like my towel around me. It's like, hui, aningan. <laughs> just like he pointed to my tattoo, and then he was just like thinking for like five seconds, and he was like. Demonyo ka na ba? Demonyo ka na ba? And it was a serious question. Like, demonyo ka na ba? And I'm like, what? What is that question even? And then, it just it just showed me like how, like, really different they see tattoos. Yeah. Can I ask? Because you said, ano, you moved to, ano, to America when you were 12. Huh? So, when you when you moved to America, ba, did the, did the, ito na yung mga, ano, mga quick, quick, quick fire Quick question. fire, sige, quick answer. Sige, ano yung mga, Ch- uh, Filipino growing up checklist. Uh. Chinelas. Yes. Sa bahay, you're talking about in general usage. Like you know? palo. Palo. Oh, yeah, of course. Chinelas. Yes. Hanger. 
Hanger, no, we didn't use the hanger. Hanger, uh, belt. belt. Belt, yes. Belt. Walis <laughs> tambo. When we were here sa Pilipinas, we didn't use the walis tambo sa US. Oh, okay. You can't uh, buy it na there. Available. 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 Mungo. Mungo, yes. Napamungo ka. Napamungo ka. Luhod sa mungo. Uh, Luhod sa mungo. Oh, papaya seed, I think pala. Or, yeah, papaya seed. I'm trying to remember kung ano. Sa asin ako, pinaluhod. Hindi yeah. niyata ko na... Pa- Ganito yung luhod, then, yes. you hold uh, the hands the up. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't do the box. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, ano ba ba yung mga checklist natin? Sa ano? Sa growing up Filipino. Growing up Filipino. Pinapensay ako ka sa reunion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. At pinakanta. Pinakanta, yeah. yeah. Pero most of those that you're saying, I did it, it's here. Oh, yeah. We didn't really do it when I was there. Na. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. How was the growing up? Kasi, you know, a lot of people would say na, parang this typical topics. But yeah, that's what we want to hear. Ako, frankly, I'm, ano, I'm curious because y- yung mga Filipino, Filipinex friends ko na nagaling sa ibang bansa, you know, we don't talk about this. It's usually, and usually na, may meet ko lang sila sa party setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, di, alam mo yun. So, how was the experience growing up nung pagpapalaki sa'yo when you went to America na? The, I think in general, at home, parang you still have the family values, mm-hmm. di ba? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, always listen to nanay, lola is home. I mean, also, it's iba din doon minsan kasi it's a little more expensive to live there. So, everyone's in one house also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the same culture that we have here where everyone's close, you also have there. So, I had tita at home, cousins, mm-hmm. um, and then, pero mostly everyone's working also. Mm-hmm. I think the main thing for me was fitting in Mm-mm. with the, mm. what was the struggle because I also had accent once I uh, got there. Tapos when I first moved to an area in LA, there was like no Filipinos. There was maybe like three or four and I immediately found them. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you're Filipino. And then yeah. we became friends. Pero it became a process of trying to find, quote unquote, my identity. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah. where do I fit? Do I hang out with the Chinese? Do I hang out with, uh, my last name is Guerrero? So I was hanging out with the Mexicans <laughs> like that, and then like trying to fit in. But at the same time, I was so inundated with the American dream when yeah, I was yeah. here in the Philippines, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. So my crush was Lizzie McGuire when I was a kid. So I had this like addiction with let me get a white girlfriend like that. So my crush was like this white girl that was so ingrained. Now that I think about it, like wow, also like just socialized to glorify mm. being white. Mm. Yeah. And I even dressed like like Hollister, Abercrombie and Fish. Those are like yeah. those white brands like that got popular yeah. during my high school time. So I think it was a whole process, multiple years of just kind of like, all right, what do I do? Like uh, that's why I didn't really do well in school versus my sister who was a little bit older and then did really well when we first immigrated. So it was kind of an assimilation struggle, like at first, like try to find, all right, what does it mean for me to be here now? Yeah, That's why yeah. I think uh, when I talk to other people who move there, they say it's the 1.5 generation where you're not born there as a second generation Phil Am, yeah. but then you're like in this transition because yeah, you, you have a memory to- of the Philippines, mm-hmm. you grew up here for a certain amount of time, but then 
now you go somewhere else you for you spend formative years there but then the philippines is no longer your home home because yeah. you're not fully engaged there but the yeah. u.s is not your home home either because you still have your green card and you're still an immigrant and then additionally there's some anti-immigrant rhetoric right growing up so it's this constant like renegotiation with even yourself about what is your home yeah. yeah. So I think that's the main thing. And I only found it out more or it kind of stabilized more so once I did come back here, spend some time here, but also once I found a community of like Filipino folks out in the Bay Area yeah. in Daly City. And then I was like, oh, okay, we all have a wide range of different experiences, mm-hmm. right? But we're all rooted in certain aspects of our culture. And then it's for you on the individual level then to renegotiate and yeah. to define, like, mm-hmm. what do you really want to, mm-hmm. uh, in order for you to feel comfortable in identifying yourself as a Filipino, mm-hmm. right? And then, or also as an American. That's why I really stick with the um, descriptor as Filipino American, mm-hmm. right? I don't, I, some, yeah, I'm Filipino, I'm American, but I really am Filipino American um, in that sense. Yeah, right? because natively speaking, you're Filipino, but then yung live reality mo na is American. Yeah, now. like high school, college there. Like even, I guess the even the way years. people treat, your fellow Filipinos treat you now. Yeah, even here. Yeah. Even even if I try to speak Tagalog, obvious naman when I speak, it's like, oh, slang. Why 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 do you yeah. have? That's why I like going out of Manila because if I'm in Bacolod, Iloilo, they're like, where are you from? I just taga Manila. Sorry, Englishero lang, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a little more like, but here it's obvious, right? Like yeah. you're from abroad, yeah. right? You're not here, even if I'm trying to speak straight Tagalog, also, mm-hmm. right? So it's obvious that I'm also an other. Right, yeah. like um, that's why I'm like. I, I just realized, mas ma mas ma taas yung bosses niya pag na nagalog. Yes, yeah, you yeah, have, yeah. I changed the register. Uh, yeah, there's a different it's register. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, you have a higher register. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. noticed that too. I also go into this like tito, like ah da 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 da, like that when it is tagalog. Yeah, I guess it's like that code switch. I don't know why they say. Um, my friend who's a linguist says that when we learn languages, it's placed in different parts of our like mouth and oh. stuff like that oh. for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, but th- that's true. That, um, even my friends who are polyglots, yeah. they, they, they hear the difference. Oh. Pero technically, pol- pa- basta pag more than three languages, you polyglot. Ka na eh. polyglot. I can't speak Ilocano because I understand it, but mm. I don't speak it. Same with Bisaya, I understand it. It's like a little bit. I'm perfect ko lang yung Bicol, ko, polyglot. Yeah, na ako, polyglot yeah so polyglot. See, you all know a lot. That's the, that's the thing. That's why I got annoyed at some of my friends who be saying like, oh, like, I'm still Filipino if I don't un- even speak Tagalog, right? Yeah. Like, yes, you are, but try to speak it. Try yeah. to Yes, that's true. Yeah, so two parents out there, like I think, because a lot of parents are worried na you're we're bombarding the kid, like we're confusing the kid with two or three languages. You're not at, from the age of one to five; they can absorb anything. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing yeah. to them. Yeah. So mm. if you teach a child five languages from age one to five, they'll get it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's why I'm a big uh, advocate for folks. Just learn. Just like. Yeah. That's why if my sister has a kid, I'm, I'm like, yo, speak that. <laughs> Dude, I, that's why I was saying if my white brother-in-law can learn Tagalog and he's working on it with his Rosetta Stone, <laughs> bruh, you Phil Ams <laughs> better work on your shit. If this guy is learning and he's like, oh, salamat po, <laughs> like that, and is learning, yo, motherfuckers better do your yes. best to learn too because you have locals here in the Philippines, English, Tagalog whatever local Bisaya, in your yeah, case you understand Bisaya Ilocano yeah. right yeah. multiple languages and honestly we only know English because of colonization yeah. that's the only real reason why yeah. like that's why we're good yeah we're good at that but it's just because we've been forced to be labor for the international market and funnily enough still we, we, we still keep getting interrogated or we, people keep uh, by foreigners still keep asking us why are so good at English Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's one um, question, especially in the Bayawak experience. It's so <laughs> Bayawak fucking experience. annoying. Yeah, it's so annoying. Like when I get go on a date, like when I go on dates with with foreign people, it doesn't matter whether they're white or brown or black, as long as their their primary language is English, English, they'll be like, "How do you speak English so well?" And for me, it's like I have to recognize that they probably have come from an upbringing or a culture where it's monolingual. Mm, Now, mm-hmm. for them, it's amazing. Like, it's mind-blowing for someone to be able to speak two languages at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. But then, it also shows that there's ignorance about cultures that where bilingualism is normal. Yeah, yeah. Or just there's multiple languages. It's not a big thing. When my bro- my sister got married last year in the U.S., and so my brother can't- went over there for the first time in a while. And then he's like... Every time he's talking to people, he's like, dude, somebody just told me my English is good. And then I was like, what? What is this happening? And then he would just keep on telling, dude, he would come up to us, third time today, someone told me my English is good. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, he was getting, like, tripped out of, like, yeah. why are people surprised? And he was getting pissed again. Of course my English is good. <laughs> like that. And then he would, and then this is the time when, He also experienced some like uh, kind of not racism, but just like ignorance. So I was the MC at my sister's wedding, right? So I was hosting, ah, da 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 da, and doing all the talking, right? Someone comes up to him afterwards. He's like, "Dude, great job at hosting, right?" Yeah. And then he's like, "That's my brother. That's not even me, yeah. and we don't even look alike. Is it just because we're brown yeah. like that?" Yeah. Like, dude. My, it'll be all so obvious if you see my brother. He's like two times my size, and like, but people still like think or get confused. Yeah, right. They just can't tell the difference. With white people sometimes. Do you? Do you? Yeah. I do. I sometimes get confused. <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah. we're all racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do get get confused too. Um, you mentioned a while ago you the reason why people who speak English do not find the need to learn another language is that because the the Privilege is there. Yes. You already hold the privilege. Yes. And I think yun yung ano eh, that reflects din kung yung fascination ng media, yeah, yeah. Ng, ng, ng English-speaking media about people who speak different languages. Hmm. Like, um, there's this, it became a headline in the UK because I follow like UK tabloids and shit. Sa, ano, I follow Telegraph? The, um, yeah, Telegraph. Wherein, the sun. <laughs> uh, wherein, it was headline that Princess Charlotte speaks English and French. Like that, Princess Charlotte is bilingual, and then there was this comment because it's an online, like the online version of it. The comment was like, 
Oh, just because she's a royal, it's headline now. What do you call a poor child speaking two languages? An immigrant. Uh, and I was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Actually. That's the truth. <laughs> the hard truth, right? Yeah. I was going to ask, as a Bayawak, right? As a Bayawak. Just to clarify this Bayawak thing, because I was also like knighted <laughs> as a uh, official male Bayawak, right? Yeah. Does that mean you date majority a fam, like foreigners? It's, it's, not, that, it's not that's not n- a requirement. N- n- but because the main appreciator of Bayawak beauty, so to speak, are a fams, because we're, beca- we do not fit the conventional Pinoy sta- beauty Beauty standards, unfortunately. Okay. So you're saying because of the colorism in the Philippines, yes, because of yes. the colorism, which glorifies Color, like l- colorism, and at the same, at the same, at the same time, yung <coughs> prescribe prescriptive aesthetics natin when it comes to beauty, pagpapatangos ng ilong, mm. pagpapa shape ng uh, pagpapalo ng cheeks, mga mm. ganang bagay mm. that affects yung ano. Basically, with the with the bayawak, is it's not necessarily ane. Hindi siya kailangan afam ng idate mo. But it's common. But it's common. Uh, mm. because of the circumstances nga mm-hmm. na the mm-hmm. yung preferential beauty. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that unofficial bayawak then because I've only had hooked up with one foreigner, one white. And girl. it's funny because ane nakahook up. Pero you know, if anything that proves your bayawak status, <laughs> according okay. to Kuya Chris, the only white girl he hooked up with was Is here. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing more bayawak than a brown person hooking up with a white person on a beach. Sa Boracay pa. I was like, sige, go exotify me. That was maganda pa din dapat ano yung 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 mga moments mo hindi ano hindi shit para tayna tayna. Parang kininam. Decolonization. imas and speaking of which, I have really a curious question because he mentioned about like his upbringing, yung assimilation, yung struggle niya, yeah, yeah. assimilating um, sa states. Kuya Chris, <laughs> what is home for you? What is home? I actually wrote a poem about yeah. this before, like home mm-hmm. is where blank is, right? Yeah. I think for me, um, like that... Um, that redefinition of home is for like as a bridge. I know I'm 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 a bridge right now mm. for my communities between the Philippines and the U.S. Mm. Uh, because I feel at home in certain spaces in both places, mm. right? Um, but it's really with my community. When I'm with my community out in the U.S., like I feel at home with the other community organizers there, especially within the Filipino American community there. I feel at home with like my close friends are there, right? Yeah. Um, but I come back here. And I do feel at home, like, with my family, right? Mm-hmm. But I actually don't feel that, like, like it's like a, it's like a, what's that word? Um, it's a home in denial here in Manila yeah. because it's like, yeah, I feel at home, but it's not where my heart is, 
right? I feel at home when I visit communities, when I do my advocacy work and mm. I'm like visiting San Roque and when I'm doing work with like the Lumad folks and learning from them more yeah. so like, all right, this is where my work is. Yeah. This is where I enjoy like talking to people and like I see myself contributing. So I think it really is um, that Home is where your heart is. It's just a discussion of you to define where that is or yeah. a discovery for you of like, because people's home or passion will lie in different places. Yeah. And yeah. I think it is a process of trying to learn and rediscover where that is, mm-hmm. right? And for me, it's definitely in both places. So ideally, I want some gig that will make me six months in the U.S., six months here, and oh. go back and forth so I can continually, like, be with the people I love because it's, I think, as an immigrant, like, it's really come home. Like come home in the sense of yeah. like both places like have parts of my heart like embedded in it, and yeah. I can't leave either one like forever. It's kind of hard. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. And I think for I know that you're gonna visit Philippines like often throughout mm-hmm. the year. Yeah, we would really love to have you around so that we can also check out like even outside the podcast, check out like cultural stuff, and also. Yeah. Also interested in your work. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in your advocacy work here in the Philippines. Yeah. It's just the beginning. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll be back in November. I'm leaving this September already. I'll be back in November. So yeah. let's let's link up. Let's see. Yeah. Could at least for the recording, could y'all give me info about how people can contact you, both Kadazers and individually? Okay, sure. Um for <laughs> Kadazers, our uh, our Gmail is our email is Kadazers at that's K U D A Z Z E R S M N L at gmail.com for so for for our social media handles everything is at kudazers again that's k-u-d-a-z-z-e-r-s yeah you have a good um radio voice when you switch into that journalism major and um do we give out our personal your personal address yeah for personal um our personal ig ig mine is at iris montesclaros and to me it's the youths garcia just Instagram though I quit Twitter because I'm pretentious like that <laughs> <laughs> so that they use Garcia it's T-H-E-E-U-D-E-S G-A-R-C-I-A yes yeah. cool yeah. thanks for having me thanks for also getting on to the podcast yes follow Kuya Chris Kuya Chris plug ka naman dyan Kuya Chris K-U-Y-A-C-H-R-I-S all the information is there yeah. uh, if you search Spotify and iTunes and everywhere for the Filipino Garage yes. you will see it um, and on YouTube the videos Facebook everything will be there yeah. So come take a listen. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, this ain't the last one. I want to be back on this. We, we did have enough Bastusan in this one, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. This one went deep. We had a, a class yeah. by Professor Yutes here. I could <laughs> see the professor coming out oh, with yay. queer theory. theory <laughs> right? we, had, we had some Bastusan with the rim job. I think we can do a little bit better with that next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Bisio. Destigmatize the nganga. When we're talking about vices, <laughs> next, next. These, these people were getting on me for my nganga where I listened to their vices episode they were saying let's not stigmatize vices huh I'm just saying it's bad for you <laughs> yeah 
Well, anyways, oh, thank you also to Podcast Network Asia for powering this episode. Yeah, it's we love you guys. Yeah, dope place. and Natalie and <laughs> shout out to Natalie and Martin, guys. You missed out. <laughs> Hopefully, I get to meet y'all. Yeah, like in the Natalie, your fears have come true of missing out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, she has, she has really bad FOMO. Like until last night, she texted me, Ate, what time is your recording? Natalie, I already texted it. It's twelve to three, and she's like, shit. It's like. You don't know it's twelve three. No, I'm just I'm still trying to process if I have class or not. Do you have class or not? I have class. You can come. It's like shit. It's like she really wanted. Because we we no. You focus on your studies. And then Martin, Martin actually wanted to send you a message uh, uh. because we were all stalking you. Like who's Kuya Chris? Who's Kuya Chris? And they were like that when I informed her. Like, I'm talking to Kuya Chris, and she's, he's going to be our first visita. Yeah. And then Martin stalked you, and if you listen to our podcast, you know that. Martin must be a gay guy. Martin should be a gay guy. <laughs> with that, with <laughs> that voice of his. That voice of Martin is, is very gay. And she, he was like, uh, is Kuya Chris gay? It's like, I don't know yet. And it's like, um, if he's gay and he likes bottoms, give him a number. <laughs> <laughs> and he really messaged that. If he, he's gay and he likes bottoms, give him my number. Yeah, I, I, it's here. It's here. And you also, made, you made the yeah, he shot his shot. Yeah, I, he shot his shot. Yeah, he shot his shot. Um, I can't find it anymore. It's so long. This this GC. But then he also he also said like, oh, Kuya, I, I like Kuya Chris from the pictures, palang ha. Like uh, I like Kuya Chris. And daddy, then, so like, yeah, daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, daddy, 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 daddy is Kuya Chris. Daddy, daddy. And then. I messaged a while ago that we were just like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, we're talking about queer, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what are, and then what's going on? Because they have FOMO. And I said, oh, like, Kuya Chris quotation. Like, when you were talking about, like, assessing yourself, like, you when you confronted your um, homophobia. Yeah, like, yeah. what if I'm gay? I said, what if I'm gay, dash, Kuya Chris? <laughs> <laughs> and then Martin immediately was tired. <laughs> Self-discovery! Yeah, so Martin, I shot your shot for you. Sabi say Martin, I got your back. Yeah. Martin, he may be straight, but at least, you know, it's not homophobic. Yeah, And since Martin know, haha, Eddie, let's talk, Martin. Martin, we got your back. And since you do prep, we also got your bear back. So anyway, this has been a nice episode. Yeah, I enjoyed our first visita. Yay! So guys, again, let's give a round, uh, a, a big round of applause for Kuya Chris. Yeah! Make this be the first of many collaborations. The yes, first of many Kudazers yes. threesome. <laughs> An orgy. orgy. An orgy. <laughs> so again, guys, thank you very much. You're listening to Kudazers. This is Yudes. This is Iris. And Kuya Chris. Of the Filipino Garage. Thank you for thank listening. Bye. Do you want to listen to more episodes? Follow Kudazers on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iTunes. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.